sunny intervals, 14 degrees in Monaco and St Paul de Vence, 15 degrees in Nice with a moderate breeze, 16 degrees in Cannes with a light wind, and this evening going down to 8 degrees in Nice, 7 in St Paul and Monaco, and 5 degrees in Cannes with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, light rain with a gentle breeze, highs of 13 to 15 degrees across the region. The sun will rise this morning at 10 to 8 and sets this evening at 4.53. In Dublin today, 4 degrees with sunny intervals. Liverpool, 5 degrees and sunny intervals. Athens, 18 degrees with light rain. And Copenhagen, 1 degree and light snow showers. Good morning, seven minutes past seven o'clock and uh, not one angry woman in the office so far this morning. You're listening to the Full English Breakfast Show. It's a Wednesday morning. I hope you're well. Uh, coming up, we'll have all the news, sports and weather. Top news story is, of course, that disruptions are expected on the SNCF nail, re- nail work, uh, rail network. I haven't had my coffee yet as uh, the strike action has been launched for today and will run until 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Good news is that the threat of strike action from EasyJet France appears to be diminishing and uh, supporters have celebrated their victory in Nice. Yes, uh, more on the World Cup coming up at 7.30. What an evening it was. Uh, Morocco have entered the World Cup as uh, they, well, when they entered, they were the underdogs, but they stuck to their task and they managed to keep Spain at bay in a historic moment last night. And what happened to poor Cristiano Ronaldo? He walked off the pitch on his own as his teammates celebrated a stunning 6-1 victory over Switzerland. And meanwhile, French President Emmanuel Macron has predicted uh, that uh, Les Bleus will beat the Three Lions in their World Cup quarter-final. Watch what you say, Mr Macron. Uh, coming up, we'll have this morning's entertainment news, the best of the Riviera throughout the day on Riviera Radio, the pop quiz woofer of the week, Hank Potts from Barclays is back with all the business news, and at 9am, the Riviera Wellbeing window. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin Sharp, studio at rivieradio.mc. We'll be taking a look back at the year and also telling you how to deal with the stresses of the festive season. Also during this morning's show, a study has found that armoured dinosaurs use their sledgehammer-like tails to fight each other over power, land and sex. Latvia's not just the boozing capital of Europe, as I mentioned yesterday. According to other figures, it shows that it's one of the fattest, biggest smoking and shortest living. And also, as the BBC just mentioned, uh, the annual poll that has suggested that women on average worldwide have been getting angrier over the past 10 years. So why might this be? I've also got some Christmas music coming up, uh, the latest from uh, Cliff Richard, because it wouldn't be Christmas without a Cliff Richard song. What day is it today? Oh, well, December the 7th is International Civil Aviation Day, as well as Letter Writing Day. And on this day in 1974, Carl Douglas, that's you, he started a two-week run at number one in the US singles chart with this. The song was recorded in just 10 minutes and had started out as a B-side and went on to sell over 10 million Kung Fu Fighting. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little 
Traffic and travel, brought to you by monaco-occasions.com. Taking a look at the A8 motorway, the tunnel coming into Monaco off the motorway is currently closed. And on the trains, as I mentioned earlier, there is strike action. At the moment, there's nothing showing up on the regional TER network, but it's worth checking before you head off today uh, due to that strike action, uh, which will affect uh, national trains, uh, the intercities and TGVs and might have a knock-on effect on some of the regional services. And there's nothing to report at Nice International Airport. Traffic and travel brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com offering the largest range of prestigious vehicles in Monaco with over 200 available used cars. Sixteen minutes past seven o'clock in this morning's entertainment news. Uh, two trailers for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's new Netflix docu-series have been criticised for allegedly using footage and photos in misleading ways. Uh, the trailers show archive clips and pictures of Prince Harry and Meghan, and they talk about being sidelined by the royal family and hounded by the media. However, it's thought at least three such images were taken from events that had nothing to do with the couple and Netflix and the Sussexes production company have not commented on the matter. Avatar The Way of Water, the sequel to the highest grossing movie of all time, has held its world premiere in London. Its much delayed launch comes 13 years after the original film which was released in 2009. And Matt Lucas has said farewell to the great British Bake Off tent as the comedian confirmed he was stepping down as a presenter of the show. The 48-year-old said his three-series stint had been a delicious experience but the time and needed to oversee bakes alongside other projects was far too much. He said, I'm cheerfully passing the baguette on to someone else. Uh, that's what he wrote on Twitter. Uh, Channel 4 has not yet announced a replacement. On this day, on December the 7th in 1732, the Covent Garden Theatre Royal, and now the Royal Opera House, was opened in London. On this day in 1941, Pearl Harbour was attacked. On this day in 1960, Coronation Street, the longest-running television soap opera in the world, began on Granada Television. It was on this day in 1972, Apollo 17 launched the final manned lunar landing mission, during which the crew took the famous blue marble photo of the entire Earth. It was on this day in 1979 uh, that a production of MG Midget Sports Cars came to an end. On this day in 1993, protesters lost a 20-year fight to save a 250-year-old chestnut tree in East London. And on this day in uh, 2020, Coca-Cola was named the world's largest plastic polluter by the charity Break Free From Plastic. If it's your birthday today, uh, then you share it with Mike Nolan, the singer of Bucks Fizz, who's 68 today. We'll be playing a bit of Bucks Fizz in this morning's show. Any excuse. And Nicole Appleton, the singer of All Saints, turns a 48. And Tom Waits, who turns 78 today. It's his a birthday. Uh, no, I've given him a few more years. Sorry, he's 74 today. He was born on this day in 1949. The American musician, composer, songwriter and actor 
and his birthday quote, we are buried beneath the weight of information, which is being confused with knowledge, quantity is being confused with abundance, and wealth with happiness. We are monkeys with money and guns. That's his birthday quote. If it is your birthday today, then a very happy, happy birthday. And, uh, well, why not, hey? Come on. We've got to get into it at some point. Nice and easy does it. Maisie Peters and together this Christmas. Well, I'll be with you. Frog Chorus and we all stand together. Of course, it was a number three in the UK singles chart back in 1984. I remember it well because I think we got a promotional Rupert the Bear scarf that my older brother wore incessantly and uh, very successful with the girls at school because he was three years above me until I think, I don't think my parents know this, but I don't think they're listening. Uh, but I know he wore it constantly for like 48 hours. Why? He had a love bite. 7.27, the new sports and weather's next. Don't miss the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show. Brought to you by Air France of the largest networks in the world. Tune in every weekday morning from 7 to 10 for news, music and fun on the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show with Air France. France is in the air. La France est dans l'air. 
If you feel like making your home sexy, then get yourself to Fashion for Floors, Fashion for Homes and explore one of the most amazing home furnishing stores in Europe. Thousands of fabrics for your home, wall coverings and beautiful rugs and the coolest brands in furniture, including Eicholtz. All available in stock with a dedicated team of professionals at your service. Fashion for Floors, Fashion for Homes. Boulevard de Moulin in Monaco. Peckham Opio, the classic car specialists in Opio. Call Simon and Sons now on 0493772673 or go to www.theenglishcarmechanics.com. If your car could talk, it would call us. <laughs> Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. In a magnificent setting, on the roof of Cap 3000, there is a unique place, the Metropolitan Sports club and spa last generation equipment a team of coaches at your service more than 600 classes for groups per month a well-being center and a spa with unspoilt views of the sea that's the metropolitan sport club and spa more details on clubmetropolitan.fr oh it's almost christmas and i have no idea what to do about gifts have you thought of giving gold it's an original and prestigious present and there's something for every budget Coins, wafers, ounces of gold, ingots. Yes, that's a great idea. But where can I buy gold? At Riviera Change Monaco, of course, next to the Prince's Palace. Give gold at Christmas. It's a golden opportunity. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 7.30. I'm Sarah Lysa reporting. Disruptions are expected on the SNCF rail network. New strike action has been launched for today, Wednesday, December the 7th, lasting until 8am tomorrow morning. The line between Paris and Lyon will be the most affected, with just one out of three trains running. And the TER service in our region, the Provence-Alpes Côte d'Azur, will also be impacted. Passengers are invited to check the status of their train on the SNCF website or contact your agency. In other news this Wednesday morning, the threat of strike action from EasyJet France over the Christmas period appears to be diminishing, which is good news, after management accepted a salary increase of 7.5% for flight personnel in France. The proposal has been welcomed very favourably by the National Union of Commercial Flight Crew as management awaits a rapid confirmation from the other union of EasyJet hostesses and stewards in France, the Union of Civil Aviation crew. French President Emmanuel Macron has called for authorities and public companies to stop scaring people with absurd scenarios about possible power cuts this winter. Arriving in Albania for a European summit, France's head of state insisted that the role of the government, ministers and operators is to do their job to provide energy and not transmit or govern by fear. At the weekend, Macron had already called on the French not to panic in the face of the risk of power cuts, even judging that they could be avoided if consumption was reduced by 10%. 
According to a report by the Observatory of Inequalities, poverty has not declined for 35 years in France. 4.8 million inhabitants in France lived below the poverty line in 2020, according to the association, which denounces a country which allows extreme poverty to persist. In its third report on poverty in France, the association indicates that poverty has nevertheless stabilised since the beginning of the 2000s, concerning each year between 6.5% and 8.5% of the population. On the other hand, the Observatory of Inequalities points to a France which allows extreme poverty to persist. 300,000 people are homeless, between 2 and 4 million use food aid, and the incomes of the poorest are well below the poverty line. Sentences ranging from 2 to 15 years in prison have been handed down to the eight defendants tried at the trial of the Nice attack, which left 86 dead and more than 400 injured on July the 14th, 2016. Seven of the defendants, the eighth who was absent, have been appearing before the special court in Paris since September the 5th. Uh, for the three main defendants, uh, prosecuted for terrorist criminal association, the maximum sentence of 15 years in prison was requested. The city centre of Nice has been completely cordoned off by police after Moroccan supporters celebrated their victory in the World Cup on Tuesday. The city council deplored unacceptable overflows on the Promenade des Anglais and in the Moulin district. The tram network was also briefly interrupted due to objects being thrown onto the track. In Avignon in the Vaucluse, supporters celebrated on the Boulevard Saint-Michel. The scenes of joy gradually gave way to moments of tension with the police. At least two people were arrested and a store was ransacked and several bins were set on fire. Meanwhile, in Paris, it was on the Champs-Élysées uh, that Moroccan supporters came to celebrate the historic qualification. Several thousand people gathered on the Parisian Avenue. One supporter told reporters, it brings everyone together. Moroccans, French, everyone, we are all together. It makes us proud. Another expressed his joy, saying we are French, we are children of immigrants, but we are Moroccans too. The supporters dream of a france Morocco semi-final. It doesn't matter who wins, it would be a dream for the supporters, they said. Morocco eliminated Spain and qualified for the quarter-finals of the World Cup, a historic qualification for a team which had never reached this stage of the competition. The city of Nice has started recommended that passengers wear a face mask on public transport again. It comes amid a triple whammy of growing cases of coronavirus, flu and bronchiolitis. And the mask recommendation also applies to public buildings such as the city hall and libraries. Nationwide, there was a 40% surge in COVID cases last week. The cost of public transport in Nice will increase by 10% next summer. A single ticket will go up from €1.50 to €1.70. The set of 10 tickets will be scrapped. Instead, it will be possible to buy a batch of 50 tickets for a discounted rate of €1 Euro per ride. Bus fares to the Mercantour ski resorts will go from €12 Euros to €14 Euros return. The fare rise is the first since 2013 and will come into effect next July. Meanwhile, from January, some Lignes d'Azur bus routes will be reorganised, some timetables will change and trams in Nice will finish earlier in the evening at uh, half past midnight instead of 1am. 
Finally, a former McDonald's in Marseille has been turned into a charitable restaurant and food bank, which aims to help the city's most vulnerable. During the coronavirus lockdown in 2020, several McDonald's employees who were out of work decided to take over the premises of the restaurant and use it to feed those in need. Uh, gradually, the idea of a permanent food distribution centre took shape. Uh, this week, it will be formally inaugurated. It's called Après M, or After McDonald's. The initiative can be found in the Saint-Marc district in the Marseille's 14th arrondissement. It's received support from 50,000 supporters, each of whom invested €25 Euros to get the project off the ground, as well as distributing food to the neediest. Après M will also be cooking up gourmet burgers for the general public, with all the proceeds going to the charity. Riviera Radio Business News, brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, computer chip giant TSMC says it will more than triple its investment in a giant U.S. plant to $40 billion. It's one of the largest foreign investments in American history. The announcement came as President Joe Biden and the Taiwan-based firm's boss opened the factory in Arizona. TSMC is the world's largest maker of microchips for other companies with clients including Apple. Former U.S. President Donald Trump's family real estate company has been found guilty of tax crimes. The Trump organization was convicted on all counts on Tuesday after two days of jury in New York. Avowing to appeal the verdict, Mr. Trump said he was disappointed and again described the case as a witch hunt. The company was convicted of enriching its top executives with off-the-books benefits for more than a decade. Bank Morgan Stanley is cutting about 1,600 jobs, or roughly 2% of its global workforce, joining other big banks in making reductions as the economy slows. The news comes after Chief Executive James Gorman warned that the bank would see modest job losses. He cast the downsizing as a predictable outcome after several years of rapid growth. Goldman Sachs Bank is among the others making cuts in the sector, which is also bracing for smaller pay bonuses. And motorists in France can expect to see insurance, petrol and pay tolls increase in 2023. According to a study by Azure Land, an increase of 3% can be expected on an average car insurance contract. Pay toll rates for the main motorway networks in France would increase by 4.7%. That's uh, from February the 1st. This comes after a 2% increase this year and a 0.4% increase in 2022. However, the discount granted since the beginning of 2009 to motorists making at least 10 round trips per month on the same route will increase from 30 to 40%. In addition, in addition, electric vehicles will benefit from a 5% reduction for one year on all their journeys. Uh, finally, another foreseeable increase is that of petrol prices. From January the 1st, the government discount reduced from 30 to 10 cents on November the 16th must disappear, just like the one from Total Energies reduced at the same time from 20 to 10 cents. On the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth one US dollar zero four cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar 21 cents. The pound's worth one euro 15 cents, which means the euro is trading at 86.26 pence. The Swiss franc is buying one US dollar zero six cents and one euro zero one cents. Bitcoin, $17,028. Ethereum, $1,259.23. And finally, commodities, the price of an ounce of gold, $1,000. 
$1,774.11 and a barrel of Brent crude $79.54. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. The 2022 FIFA World Cup Report brought to you by Polygon Riviera, the open-air shopping centre in Cagnes-sur-Mer. Well, 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 despite topping their group, Morocco entered the World Cup contest as the underdogs against the European giants, but they stuck to their task and managed to keep Spain at bay for 120 minutes and then dominated the penalty shootout last night, winning a 3-0. Fans are convinced that Morocco are going to be the first African nation to win the World Cup after beating Spain, backing them to go all the way. Cristiano Ronaldo walked off the pitch on his own as his teammates celebrated a stunning 6 6-1 victory over Switzerland on Tuesday night. The Portuguese captain made his own way to the dressing room following the game, having been dropped by coach uh, Fernando Santos. Uh, Portugal have had, had, have had, however, no issues without him in the side as they raced into a 5-1 lead in his absence, with his replacement Ramos scoring a hat-trick. He didn't look too happy about it. I didn't quite understand because he came on near the very end and uh, he didn't look like he he was a happy camper. And meanwhile, the England team are keeping their body clocks on UK time to combat the heat and help adapt to the unusually late 10pm kickoff times at the World Cup. From the four matches Gareth Southgate's side have played in Qatar, three of them have kicked off at the later time of 10pm. And Sunday's quarterfinal against France is also scheduled to start at 10pm, as are the semi-finals. All eyes will be on France's number 10, Mbappé, when England face Les Bleus on Saturday but stopping the man who still wears seven on his back because of his obsession with David Beckham will be just as important yes that's Antoine Griezmann uh, is described as the petit prince who lets uh, Mbappé be king and keeps the peace. Uh, meanwhile French President Emmanuel Macron predicted on Tuesday uh, that France will beat the three Lions in their World Cup quarterfinal. The French President was uh, supremely confident on France's chances on Saturday, telling National Radio, I don't doubt that we're going to win. Macron, an avid supporter of Marseille, uh, correctly predicted France's victory over Poland last week, including guessing the final score and the goal scorers. Uh, but he refused to be drawn on the result against England, saying he would give a prediction closer to the match. The 2022 FIFA World Cup report brought to you by Polygon Riviera, the open-air shopping centre in Cagnes-sur-Mer. Enjoy a unique shopping experience seven days a week with two hours of free parking. Find out more at polygon-riviera.fr. Riviera Radio, sports news. In other sports news, in Formula One, uh, the driver, former Formula One driver Roman Grosjean uh, will return to racing in Europe next year with Lamborghini in sports car racing. Uh, the Frenchman has competed in America's IndyCar series since escaping from a huge fire following a crash uh, back in 2020. He will race at Le Mans 2024 for Lamborghini's elite class hypercar entry run by the Iron Lynx team. 
for coastal areas uh, 20, what was it, 20 miles offshore? <laughs> I've lost it. I uh, never had it as a somebody would always politely remind me. What have we got? We've got for coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore uh, the Outmara team and the VAR. The general situation is a depression of 1,012 uh, millibars. Winds are north, westerly force 2 to 4. Uh, the sea is moderate. Uh, visibility is good and the barometric pressure for San Juan Capfra is 1,014 millibars. For North Corsica uh, winds are variable, force uh, 2 to 4. The sea is moderate with good visibility and the barometric Pressure for cap course is a thousand and eleven millibars. Sunny intervals, 14 degrees in Monaco and St. Paul de Vence, uh, 15 degrees in Nice with a moderate breeze, uh, 16 degrees in Cannes with a light wind, and this evening going down to 8 degrees in Nice, 7 in St. Paul de Vence and Monaco, and 5 degrees in Cannes with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, light rain with a gentle breeze, highs of 13 to 15 degrees across the region. Finally, an armoured dinosaur that had a huge sledgehammer-like tail would use it to fight others of the same species, according to scientists. Uh, battles between the beasts would occur over power, territory and sex when they roamed the planet 76 million years ago. There you go, you're up to date. The news is available on our website, rivieraradio.mc and you can also check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. How are you getting on with your happy list? <laughs> Do let me know. Mine worked again yesterday, you'll be pleased to know, uh, because I managed to find my parking space again, the free one. I think there's only one on the Port of Nice. That's two days on the trot that I've managed to find it. And as far as my fuses are concerned, I still don't know. I went and got a new one, so they're... It, the oven's now working along with the dishwasher, but I still don't know the one that's written uh, living room. I don't know what it does. So there you go. Hey, sister. Hey, sister. Course to eight, the best of the Riviera. Look at the newspapers coming up before the news live from BBC at eight o'clock. Traffic and Travel is brought to you by Lutam Car Rental. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio Travel News. Not very clever on the roads already this morning. It's the usual places coming into Monaco off the A8 motorway. Uh, the tunnel is opening and closing uh, periodically there this morning. After the exit 58, Roquebrune, heading towards Aix-en-Provence westbound. Uh, there's slow-moving traffic there. And in the direction of Italy, after exit 42, Mougin, uh, very slow-moving. Take a look at the trains. There's nothing showing up on the uh, TER Sud-Provence Alpe Côte d'Azur website. Uh, but due to strike action, you're advised to check the timetable before you uh, set off. And there are no delays or cancellations at Nice International Airport. 
Traffic and Travel, brought to you by Lutam. Six agencies on the French Riviera for a pleasant and safe rental experience. Visit lutam.fr. It's just gone uh, 10 to 8, taking a quick look at the front pages in the UK this Wednesday morning. The Daily Telegraph, several of the papers lead with the announcement that ambulance workers in England and Wales will strike this month in a row over pay. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Times says ambulance bosses will ask unions to promise to help heart attack and stroke patients during the strikes on the 21st and the 28th of December. And on the front page of The Sun, they show a wax work of French ace Kylian Mbappé, uh, draped with an England scarf as it claims he's been outed as a secret Three Lions fan. Uh, that's a look at the front pages in the UK. Uh, coming up in the next hour, we'll have the pop quiz. We're going back to December 1974. Hank Potts from Barclays will be uh, with me with all the finance news. We've got Woofra of the Week. And then after nine o'clock, it is, of course, the Riviera Wellbeing Window and we'll be discussing 2023 is around the corner. Yes, what was 2022 like for you? For many of us, it can't come quickly enough in between a global pandemic, a war in Europe and a cost of living crisis. We've hardly had time to breathe. Uh, so if you have a question for uh, Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing, studio at rivieradio.mc. We're going to be also looking at how stressful the holidays uh, can be and what you can do to make them less stressful and survive the holiday period apart from locking up the mother-in-law, of course. Uh, 7.53 and the best of the Riviera is coming up next. That's ahead of the international news live from the BBC in London. The best of the Riviera, brought to you by Cap 3000 Shopping Centre. Sunny intervals, 14 degrees in Monaco and St. Paul de Vence, 15 degrees in Nice with a moderate breeze, reaching 16 degrees in Cannes with a light wind, and this evening going down to 8 degrees in Nice, 7 degrees in St. Paul de Vence and Monaco, and 5 degrees in Cannes with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, they're saying light rain with a gentle breeze, highs of 13 to 15 degrees. The sun rose at 10 to 8 this morning and will set this evening at 4.53. In Liverpool today, 5 degrees with sunny intervals, Athens, 18 degrees with light Light rain and Copenhagen one degree and light snow showers. Six minutes past eight o'clock. It's the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. Coming up shortly, we'll have Woofer of the Week. And this morning's pop quiz, we're going back to 1974. And your chance to win a Riviera Radio calendar. What more do you need for 2023? Also coming up, we'll have Hank Potts with all the latest business news from Barclays at quarter to nine. Latvia is not just the boozing capital of Europe, it's something else. And as the BBC just mentioned, no angry women in this office will not yet. Uh, but no men have arrived yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> one has sitting opposite me. <laughs> uh, yes, as a study has suggested that women on average worldwide have been getting angrier over the past 10 years. So why might this be? Uh, but after nine o'clock, it is, of course, the Riviera Wellbeing Window. Bring it on 2023. Uh, Gavin Sharp is with me and we're going to be taking the tips on how to survive this Christmas and flourish in 23. Good morning, Gavin. Good morning. Based, based on that, I'm going to be really gentle with you this morning, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> what, me? Angry? Never, do you never. Get, do you get angry? 
No, not now. I'm reading my new Soul for Happy book. Uh-huh, OK. Uh, it's doing very well. Well, in my, wo- my world, anyway, it is. <laughs> well, I try not to change that. <laughs> so, come on, then. What are, what are we going to be speaking about? So... As well as just looking back, as you said, at 2022 and some of our shows, some of the world events, as you said, this is, for many of us, a a really mixed time of the year because, of course, it's Christmas and that brings so many uh, wonderful memories of the past. And at the same time, it brings so many great expectations that this Christmas should be, you know, fill in the gaps. We're all seeking to have the the perfect Christmas. Maybe last Christmas wasn't so good. Maybe the one before, you know, all of us have got a COVID story. And so it's a time of the year that even before the pandemic was tough enough. So what we're going to look at is why is it so difficult to have the perfect Christmas? Especially if we circumstances, we might be grieving a loved one, uh, we might have been separated from family. So how can we make Christmas the best it can be? Okay, that's Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing taking your questions after nine o'clock. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin about 2022 or jumping into 2023 on a happy note or how to survive this Christmas, a studio at rivieradio.mc. It's his birthday today. Yes, he's 68. Mike Nolan, the singer from Bucks Fizz. This was a number one in 1982. It was nearly a Christmas number one. And it's a good enough excuse to play at the land of make-believe. Travel brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com. Starting with the region's roads, it's not terribly clever on the A8 motorway as usual at this time of the morning. Slow moving coming into Monaco off the A8 motorway. Exit 58 Rockerbrune heading towards Aix-en-Provence is slow moving and 42 Mougin heading eastbound towards Italy. Uh, taking a look at the trains, there are no delays or cancellations showing up on their website. However, there is strike action which may have a knock-on effect on the local TER service. Uh, there are no delays or cancellations so far this morning at Nice International Airport. Traffic and travel brought to you by Monaco-Occasions.com offering the largest range of prestigious vehicles in Monaco with over 200 available used cars. And now it's time for Woofer of the Week on 106.5 Riviera Radio. It's that time of the week again. Uh, Welcome back, Dawn Howard, for Woofer of the Week. What have we got this week, Dawn? 
Good morning, Sarah. Nice to be back. Uh, today we have got an Italian-sounding dog. I don't think he's actually from Italy, but he's got an Italian name. He's called Ciccio. And sometimes it's hard to understand why a woofer hasn't already been adopted. And it's really the case with him. He's seven years old. He gets along with male and female dogs. As we know, that's very good news. He knows all his basic commands and he's a very handsome chap. He's black and tan and is a medium sized dog. It could be that he's one of those dogs that you need to get to know a little bit first. But once you do, he's very close and loyal to his humans. Very often when a dog has spent a while in a shelter, and this one has spent four years, you need to then spend time with them and take them out on a few walks and really get to see what their personality is. Four years seems like a very long time to me, so I'm really hoping that we can find this one a new home and soon. So if you have been looking for an older dog and you have space in your life and your heart for Chichio, then please go and meet him for yourself and see how special he is. You can message the shelter via their Facebook page, which is AVSA Refuge de Roquebrune sur Argent. That's in the VAR. And I'll also be giving you two numbers to go with that one. And the shelter itself is open Monday to Saturday from two to five. And just to say they are closed on Sundays and public holidays. Well, fingers crossed that he'll find a good home. You can also see him on our Facebook page, 106.5 uh, Riviera Radio. Well, seeing as they let the cat out of the bag, Dawn, how was the holiday? It was lovely, thank you. But it's also a joy to come back to our beautiful area. Oh, yes, well said. And, uh, you know, I didn't know what a zoomie was yesterday, uh, but I should know, apparently. You should. You've got a dog. They all do it. I think they all do it. It's so lovely to see your dog being happy enough to do zoomies. <laughs> okay, right. Well, thank you very much, Dawn. You'll be back at the same time next week. Absolutely. Speak to you next week. Have a lovely week. You too. Bye-bye. That was Woofer of the Week. For more details about this week's Woofer, go to the 106.5 Riviera Radio page on Facebook or our website at rivieraradio.mc. Woofer of the Week on 106.5 Woofiera Radio. the Full English Breakfast Show this morning's pop quiz we're going back to 1974 and if you get the first one if you're the first one up with the correct answer then I'll be uh, sending you a new Riviera Radio calendar for uh, 2023 so we're going back to 1974 the top song in 1974 was The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand influential songs included Rebel Rebel by uh, David Bowie you might have been watching the film The Godfather uh, Part 2 the quote from 1974, and now for something completely different from Monty Python's Flying Circus, or Keep Your Friends Close But Your Enemies Even Closer by Al Pacino in The Godfather Part 2. Most popular Christmas present of 1974, Connect Four. I used to love Connect Four. And Downfall, they were two of my favourites. The question, I want to know who, which US singer... 
was at number one in the UK singles chart on this day in 1974 with which song? It was his first UK number one and it was originally written in the 1950s as a country song with a different title. If you can tell me which American singer-songwriter-composer was at number one in the UK singles chart on this day in 1974 with which song? It was his first UK number one and was originally written in the 1950s as a country song with a very slightly a different title. If you think you know the answer, studio at rivieraradio.mc or you can download the app and record your answer on the open mic. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of the show we will be adding some uh, Christmas joy to the Riviera Full English Breakfast Show. And this is Sir Cliff Richards, uh, this year's Christmas Sea song from his Christmas Sea album, Heart of Christmas. The streets are glistening with lights are full of hope and love While children carol silent night Can you hear them? The air is getting cold outside The snow is falling from above All is calm and Take your hat off to him, Sir Cliff Richard there with Heart of a Christmas, uh, looking amazing as he performed that. Uh, that's this year's uh, his Christmas track from his Christmas album, uh, Sir Cliff Richard. 8.27, we have a winner. Oh dear, we have a winner, but I'm not going to have time to play the answer. Well, first of all, the question. I, uh, we went back to 1974 for this morning's pop quiz. I asked which American singer was at number one in the UK singles chart with which song? It was the singer's first UK number one and it was originally written in the 1950s as a country song. And uh, no, Christine said, my husband thinks it's Neil Sedaka, but it wasn't. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Rob suggested John Denver and Rocky Mountain High. Uh, that wasn't correct either. Uh, but it was Theo and Romeo that were first up with the correct answer. Gareth also got it right. I was looking for Barry White and your... The first, my last, my everything. But as I mentioned, it was the singer's first UK number one, originally written in the 1950s, and it was uh, originally a country song with a different title. Guess what the title was? You're my first, you're my last, my in-between. <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that today. The new sports of weather is coming up but next, and we'll play uh, the, win the song for this morning's pop quiz uh, straight after that. And congratulations to Teo and Romeo. You've just won yourself a Riviera Radio calendar. Because in today's climate, you need the right information from a trusted source. The weather forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties, your real estate partner on the French Riviera. 
sunny intervals, 14 degrees in Monaco and St Paul de Vence, 15 degrees along the coast in Nice with a moderate breeze, reaching 16 degrees in Cannes, and this evening going down to 8 degrees in Nice and 5 degrees in Cannes with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, light rain with a gentle breeze, highs of 13 to 15 degrees across the region. The weather forecast brought to you by Nice Properties. Four agencies from Cannes to Beausoleil and 25 collaborators to help you purchase or sell a quality property on the French Riviera. Visit nice-properties.com. It's just coming up to 20 to 9. You're up to date. The news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc. Hank Potts will be joining me shortly with all the latest business news. And after 9 o'clock, it is, of course, the Riviera Wellbeing Window. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin Sharp about uh, surviving Christmas or taking a look back at 2022 and trying to put your best foot forward into 2023. A very good morning to Susan, who said, Sarah, thank you so much. I've been, I've started to do uh, your happy list. I started at the beginning of the week after I've reading the book Solve for Happy and uh, I'm doing it with you because I thought that's the best way to do it to see if it works. It's basically and uh, about an equation to find happiness. It's happiness starts with a conscious choice. Are you ready to make that choice? Uh, Susan wanted to know a little bit about the book which I was going to keep uh, to tell you in this morning's show uh, because it's the author it's extremely interesting is how he's come about writing this book. A leading engineer and former chief business officer of the Google X program, Mo Govdit is a skilled in finding answers to impossible questions. And when he realized, in spite of his wealth and professional success, that he was deeply unhappy, he analyzed the problem and developed a formula to deliver lasting happiness, which is what we're doing, starting with the list, because that's what the book starts with. And he then went on his initial motivation was to solve his own unhappiness, but he soon realised that his formula could work for everyone without exception. Mo shared his newfound happiness formula with his family and they became powerful advocates for it. Unfortunately, tragedy struck and Mo's young son, Ali, died during routine surgery. Reeling with grief, Mo wondered if the formula could help them all come to terms with the loss of their beloved Ali. And as a tribute to his son, Mo has put the system to the test and he was able to find happiness by using his formula and developing his mission to share the method uh, using his soul for happy formula you can find happiness too so that's what it's all about i hope that's enlightened you susan and uh, keep up uh, writing the list i'll be telling you more throughout the show tomorrow and friday of what we have to do next in the pursuit of happiness 842 the answer to this morning's pop quiz uh, teo and roman were the first on the buzzer with the correct answer it was barry white and uh, number one a uk hit on this day in 1974 you're the first the last my everything but it was originally a country song entitled you're my first you're my last you're my in between can you imagine oh you're my in between you're my bit on my on the side darling here he is barry white
my first, you're my last, you're my in-between. <laughs> you're my everything. Barry White, the answer to this morning's pop quiz was number one in the UK on this day in 1974. Christine says, Sarah, can't believe it was Barry White's the answer. I adored him. I kissed him at a concert in Portsmouth many years ago. I sat in the front row and he came down to say hello to us all. I still play his records. I love his songs. I'm glad you enjoyed that, Christine. Magic Christmas at Cap 3000. Come and discover our new stores, Le Notre, La Tête dans les Nuages, Nike, and enjoy entertainment for all, such as a little train, an XXL slide, gospel concerts, and the incredible scenery of the ski resorts of the Nice Côte d'Azur metropolis. Find out more at cap3000.com. Cap 3000. Shop, food, fun, enjoy. Dota Immobilier is a major real estate agency in Monaco, also covering the French Riviera. Created in 1894, Dota has the property know-how to give you the best advice and offer you the personalized service that you deserve. Rentals, sales, and private management. Make the right choice. Contact Dota Immobilier, Dota.mc. That's D-O-T-T-A dot M-C. Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, thank you. I've been enjoying I haven't watched that much of the World Cup, but I'm starting to get into it a little bit yesterday. I love the M- Morocco penalty shootout. What a finish that was. What a dance that was after the penalty. Fantastic stuff. Certainly was. Were you, were you, will you be watching France-England on Saturday night? Come on, England, dear <laughs> me. Who are you supporting? Oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> come on, what? Well, I'll get what are you talking sh- I'll get shouted at by my French friends if I don't go with France, and then I'll get shouted at by my friends from England if I don't... Yeah. I don't know, I'll probably just... I don't know, I'll wash my hair or do something else on Saturday night. <laughs> It'll be a good game, I'm sure. <laughs> OK, markets are under pressure, Hank. Yeah, actually markets drifted lower yesterday as a string of US economic data weighs on bets the Federal Reserve will indeed slow the pace of rate increases. Markets are currently viewing, of course, good news or stronger economic data as bad news as it may encourage policymakers to be more aggressive with rate hikes. Sentiment was also hit after warnings coming through from the Financial Services Conference in uh, in New York yesterday. Goldman Sachs holding a big conference there and its boss, along with some of the other major CEOs, saying that the the outlook remains very bumpy. The US is at risk of a mild to hard recession. European stocks fell for a third straight day. Stock 600 was down 6 tenths of 1%. S&P 500 closed down 1.4%. In terms of oil markets, Brent fell below $80 a barrel for the first time since January. That's on speculation. Economic growth will slow and drag down energy demand. Opening calls on the European borders looking a little bit mixed this morning. Currently calling the FTSE up 13 points for CAC. Courant in Paris down 9 points. DAX over in Frankfurt down 60 points. And the UK housing market is having a rough ride at the moment. Yeah, the downturn in Britain's housing market hit construction activity harder than expected in November, with orders drying up amid mounting concerns about the UK economy. The latest purchasing managers survey in the construction industry showed companies were the most pessimistic since the start of the pandemic. The findings indicate headwinds facing the economy, including soaring interest rates and surging inflation, is dragging down affordability of new homes. Despite the easing of demand, average 
costs continue to rise quite sharply, including a jump in energy prices, but the ongoing tightness in supply of goods and labour. So it looks like, as you say, a pretty rough landing for the post-pandemic boom that we saw in the UK housing market. And the airline industry is looking more positive? Yeah, the global airline industry looks set to return to profitability in 2023. That's for the first time since 2019, according to its industry body. The airline sector, as we know, lost tens of billions of dollars over the course of the past three years due to the impact of the pandemic. IATA now expects net profit of $4.7 billion for the industry next year. More than 4 billion passengers set to fly, with the US leading the way, Asia-Pacific continuing to lag behind. The return to positive earnings follows losses around six point or forecast losses around 6.9 billion dollars for this year although the industry of course continues to face pressure from higher costs particularly rising staff and fuel costs and uh, airport charges which have been rising quite substantially as well against that backdrop we've got tighter regulations and weaker economic conditions all of which look set to weigh on margins and the foreign exchanges please hang Pound against dollar, dollar strength overnight. Actually, pound against dollar back to 121. Euro dollar 104 and a half. Going to get one euro 16 cents for your British pound this morning. And have you started your Christmas shopping? Uh, uh, I've done all the shopping I intend to do, if you want to put it that way, but uh, that, that does not incorporate a vast amount of economic activity. I think during these uh, turbulent times, it's a, it's a one to be with friends and families, but uh, less focused on gifts this year. Well, yeah, and you've got to wrap up warm. Apparently, freezing temperatures are on their way to the UK this week. They are. I think. I can't, what are they calling it? The troll from Trom- <laughs> I don't know. Some some nonsense about the. Yeah, but it is very cold. It's it's quite a nice crisp morning actually. I've been out this morning. It's a it's a nice crisp morning, but it's set to get. I think minus two, minus three, something around that sort well, of level. Well, keep warm. Uh, Hang pots from Bark. Do you speak to you at the same time tomorrow? Absolutely. Speak tomorrow. Have a great day. Barclays Private Bank has been in Monaco for 100 years. Since we opened our doors here in 1922, we have enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. And we're only just getting started. 100 years in Monaco, 100 years young. Traffic and Travel, brought to you by Lutam. Six agencies on the French Riviera for a pleasant and safe rental experience. Visit lutam.fr. Taking, I played the wrong one, I'll play this one then. Traffic and Travel is brought to you by Lutam Car Rental. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio, Travel News. Not practically perfect in every way. Taking a look at the trains, there is strike action, although so far this morning it doesn't seem to have affected too badly the regional network. A 9.33, the Nice to Paris train is running 25 minutes late. The SNCF is advising you to check the timetables if you are taking the train today. On the motorway, it's the usual uh, problem areas coming into Monaco off the 8. Motorway is very slow moving, and it's still slow moving at exit 42 Mouge heading eastbound towards Italy. Uh, taking a look at Nice International Airport on the departures, uh, there's nothing to announce. And on the arrivals, there are no delays or cancellations uh, so far this morning. 8.54, a look at the papers and the news live from the BBC at 9 o'clock, and then after which it will be the Riviera Wellbeing Window, and Gavin Sharp will be joining me. So if you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin all about surviving Christmas 
and putting your best foot forward into 2023, studio at rivieradio.mc. talking with Lucky last night was interrupted. I don't know whether you on the port of Nice and you heard fireworks, but absolute massive bangs going off. Poor Lucky ran under the sofa. Well, not that she can get under the sofa because there's too much rubbish under the sofa. But fireworks, yes, I don't know what that, all that was about. And I have a look to see because I knew that from the 1st of December, I thought fireworks were a banned in the Alp Maritime. So uh, trying to uh, look for any more news on that this morning. Uh, 8.57, taking a quick look at the front pages in the UK. Uh, on the front page of the Daily Mail, there's a picture of uh, the King, who's devoted his life to promoting tolerance, is the headline on the front page of the Daily Mail. It also says that trade unions are crippling Britain and apparently they donated more than a million pounds to Labour in the third quarter of this year and the front page of uh, the Financial Times says the Prime Minister is under pressure in the UK to speed up strike busting laws amid a wave of walkouts, that's on the front page of the Financial Times uh, taking a look at the front page of the Daily Express, they lead with the warning about the strike by ambulance workers and also the Times says ambulance bosses will ask unions to promise to help heart attack and stroke patients during the strikes on the 21st and the 28th of December. And meanwhile, the sun uh, shows a waxwork of French ace Gillian Mbappé uh, draped with an England scarf as it claims that he's been outed as a secret Three Lions fans. Uh, the BBC News Live from London is coming up next and then Gavin Sharp will be joining me with the Riviera Radio well-being window. If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin, uh, then it's all about uh, bringing on 2023 in the best possible way we can and tips on how to survive Christmas. Studio at rivieradio.mc. Are you planning to sell your property in the VAR or along the French Riviera? Established in 2005 with offices in Saint-Maxime, Lorgues and Fayence, New Home Real Estate has become the biggest estate agency in the south of France of Dutch origin. For our international buyers, we are looking for new properties to list in order to satisfy a very high demand. Visit new-home.fr or give us a call on 0494 76 2010. New Home, uw makelaar in de VAR en aan de Côte d'Azur. Sunny intervals, 14 degrees in Monaco and St. Paul de Vence, 15 degrees in Nice with a moderate breeze, 16 degrees in Cannes with a light wind, and this evening going down to 8 degrees in Nice, uh, 7 degrees in Monaco, and 5 degrees in Cannes with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, light rain with a gentle breeze, highs of 13 to 15 degrees across the region. The sun rose at 10 to 8 this morning and will set this evening at 4.53. In Athens today, it's 18 degrees with light rain, Dublin, 4 degrees and sunny intervals and Liverpool 5 degrees and sunny intervals. Traffic and travel brought to you by monaco-occasions.com 
just taking a quick look at the motorway. It's still slow moving coming into Monaco. Uh, the tunnel has reopened there. Uh, the trains, do check if you're taking the train today as there is strike action. Uh, the only delay to tell you about is the 9.33. Uh, nice to Paris is running 25 minutes late. And there are no delays or cancellations so far this morning at Nice International Airport. Traffic and travel, brought to you by monaco-occasions.com, offering the largest range of prestigious vehicles in Monaco, with over 200 available used cars. Seven minutes past nine o'clock in a moment's time. Gavin Sharp will be here with the Riviera Wellbeing Window and we're looking back at 2022. We're bringing it on for 2023 and we're giving you all the tips you need to survive uh, this Christmas. And Gavin, no, I'm not going to play the way we were. I might do at the end of the show <laughs> because I had this one lined up. It's a Christmas song. Come on, we've got to get into the spirit. It's Sia's Christmas song from 2017, Santa's Coming For Us. Nights are getting short and Fills the air and Christmas cheered us too Picking out your Christmas tree so Christmas offering Santa's coming for us. Yes, there's no escaping it. He'll be there whether you like it or not. Eleven minutes past nine o'clock and it's time for the Riviera Wellbeing Window. Good morning, Gavin. How are you? I'm very... Well, you've played the Cliff Richard Christmas song, so that's put me in the perfect Christmas spirit. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right, well, we're talking about... We'll look back on 2022. Uh, it's coming to an end, finally. Yeah. It's been another tough year for many of us. Are we all finishing the year happier than last year or is it all doom and gloom? It's all doom and gloom. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> all right, what, do you, what, what would you like first? Do you want the good news or the bad news? What should we do first? 
We'll do the bad news we'll first. We'll do the bad news. Okay. Then. All right, let's get the bad news out of the way. So uh, there's a charity called Rethink Mental Illness, and um, they did this piece of research to say exactly that. Are we finishing the year uh, in terms of our mental health better off or worse off? Um, and this is, was, was done in the UK. Um, and n- nearly a third of UK adults said they're finishing the year feeling that their mental health is worse than at the start of the year. Um, and another piece of, of distressing research was from the, um, the helpline, which, which does a lot of work with students in the UK called Nightline. And they just said this year has been a massive rise in students calling up because they're more stressed and they're more anxious. So, you know, it's, I think for everyone, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough three years if we go back and think about um, the pandemic. So I think, you know, life life was tough before we got hit by a global pandemic. Um, the American Psychological Association had said that, you know, there was an epidemic of loneliness back in 2015. And, you know, we know that, that depression is, is a worldwide public health issue. So, you know, to to the question, are we happier than last year? It's questionable, but lots of research is saying, well, it's been another tough year. That's that's the bad news. That's the bad news. It's not going to make me angry. But no, what's no, we're, not, we're not going <laughs> to make Sarah angry. We, we, we've learned that. We're not doing that. Um, however, okay, so there is some good news. Um, the world's happiness um, report, and I know you've been talking a lot about happiness, and I've been really enjoying you talking about the happiness formula and, and happiness generally. And one of the things they said which really heartened me was that there's been a global upsurge in benevolence this year. So we're giving more money to charity than previously. We are doing more voluntary work, um, helping strangers more than ever before. So there's lots of things, I guess, because in difficult times, perhaps we pull together as um, as communities. And, and then one piece of um, research that follows on from that, just curious to know, they also have ranked every country in the world to see which is the happiest. Um, so, so, what do you think? Any any guesses for which which is the happiest country? I know it's no not pressure. France. <laughs> I know it's definitely not France. It's, uh, not, it's probably somewhere like Norway or Sweden or yeah, uh, Denmark. No, they're that's happy. really good. That's yeah. really good. Have you been cheating? No, no, I just no. I can just imagine. <laughs> I think in the past, I've, it's, it, they've yeah, come up in the it, rankings. It, as, you're absolutely right. So, um, and by the way, France was ranked of the, all of the countries twentieth. Um, <laughs> no UK, surprise there. UK slightly ahead. The UK was 17th but yes Finland Finland was ranked first Denmark second and Iceland third so okay anyway so that's the that's I guess the take on 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 2022 you know it's it's been tough but we're, we're we're looking to pull together and I think that that makes sense and to me that's heartening Okay, so bringing on 2023, but we've got to get over the hurdle of Christmas before we welcome 2023. Uh, the holidays can be a joyous time and they can also be stressful. Uh, beyond the obvious stresses of Christmas shopping, uh, what makes this time of year so stressful, Gavin? 
Well, I'll start with something light-hearted. I'm not sure how scientific the made-for-mums research is that someone sent me, but uh, they, they did a poll of, I think it was the top 40 or top 50 family arguments at Christmas. So any idea which one was... I'm, I'm putting on the spot a lot today. Don't want to make you angry. Which do you think was the one, the biggest family argument that happens over Christmas? What to watch on the television. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> I, I speak from experience here. <laughs> that, was, that was there. Number one, apparently, is the ownership of the remote control. <laughs> um, high up there in the top ten is, is people cheating over board games. Um, kids glued to social media. Um, and one more, I think, was ranked... 14 or 15, um, arguments over the temperature of the house. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that, yes. <laughs> Grandma Mavis used to have it on high and it used to get turned down. And, oh, Grandma I do, Mavis, I bless do, her. I do, I do remember um, that. So, on a, more, you know, on a more serious note, I think yeah, it, it is a very stressful time of the year. And I think, you know, there are lots of triggers that um, Christmas... Um, uh, we, you know, we get triggered in terms of money, loneliness. Um, we remember people who aren't around. I think specifically, you know, more than anything else, I think there is this sense that holidays are a time of togetherness, and yet we might feel lonely. So there's this paradox between I can be surrounded by people or I can be alone, and in both scenarios, I can feel lonely. Um, I think there's this expectation of what Christmas should be. And I think we get caught between the past and the present. We, we remember Christmases as, you know, in our younger years, which hopefully we have wonderful memories. And so we want it to be perfect. And, you know, nothing's perfect, but that expectation puts us under so much pressure. And families, as wonderful as a family might be, I think the amount of times clients will say, I'm really stressed about being at home this Christmas because there's an expectation when we go home that we should play the role that we played when we were younger. So maybe when we were younger, we were the quiet one or we were the obedient one. And we're adults now. But we need to explain to mum and dad that I don't want to be the, the joker or the quiet one. Um, so aside from things like, you know, cost of living, um, I think the, the triggers that come up for us at Christmas just can make it, as, as obviously it's a joyous time, we hope, but can make it really stressful. Okay, well, leading us on to a first question. Uh, hi, Sarah and Gavin. Any tips for surviving Christmas with a young child with ADHD? Yeah, thank you for that. And, and the list was kind enough to send the, that question to us yesterday. So I had some time to think about it. And I also have a client um, at the moment who um, is faced just with this situation. And I think sometimes what happens is that the rules tend to go out the window and we don't give the kids enough of their normal routine or discipline. And, you know, a child with ADHD is possibly going to have a problem focusing, um, being impulsive, difficulty communicating. And one of the, the biggest challenges for a child with ADHD is unstructured time. So I would say to the person who's written in to to really plan because the spontaneity will not be helpful. Um, so, you know, if the usual routine is something like it's probably three meals a day and at a certain time, 
if on Christmas Day, you know, you're serving lunch at three o'clock, that's going to cause the child with HD some, some anxiety. So, um, so have a plan. Try to stick to the routine. Um, not have too much leisure time. Do the things that your child with ADHD enjoys. You know, you have to make um, allowances that your child will need to do the things that he or she particularly enjoys. If the other family members are aware, share it with them. So that, you know, and, and often co-parents don't even talk about it with each other. So the mum and dad haven't even talked about, oh, it's fine, it'll be Christmas Day. We'll let them do whatever they want. And, you know, what are we going to do? And the last thing I'll say, if you've got a child with ADHD or something similar with autism, what do you need? Because you need to get your needs met as well. Okay, thank you. I hope that helps and uh, wishing you a happy festive season. Thank you for your question. Uh, second question uh, says, Hi Sarah and Gavin, I would dearly love to find a way to avoid the build-up to Christmas and the event itself following the loss of my eldest son six years ago at the age of 25. Each year it's like a knife being stabbed into my heart and there is no way of avoiding uh, as of course I have other children and family members who feel that we have to do what is expected of us celebrate Christmas. Uh, we travelled at that time of year for a few years which helped a lot, but elder family members are getting no younger and it's hard to leave them behind. Ah, oh, such, a, such a moving question. I think the first part was uh, how do I manage the, the build-up to, build to Christmas? You know, I wanted to talk about, you know, Christmas and, and grief because we just touched upon this this time of togetherness and yet it can one of the triggers can be for the people who aren't around and you know I think what I would say is that you know someone's absence it, it changes the long-standing rituals that we've always had and there is a, a wonderful author who talks about grief and I, I love his phrase and he says what we avoid pursues us and what we face transforms us and so as weird as this is going to sound i urge urge if you are grieving someone to lean into the grief it's okay to be sad and and yes as i just said there's this expectation of what christmas should be but that's not where you are and that's okay and if you can i would say i think it was her her son and you know for a parent to lose a child there are few things that can be worse than 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 that so if it's possible can you include your child in some way what was their favorite recipe or do you want to light a candle but sometimes we think oh i i shouldn't focus on it or other members of the family they want to have a good christmas and you know maybe they're in a different place in their grieving process um two or three other tips that i will say and i know David Kessler shares similar um, beliefs about how to survive grief at Christmas. Say no. You know, if people are saying, well, we're going out Christmas caroling or we're going to this party, it's okay to say no. And as we often, therapists often say, no is a complete sentence. Okay. You don't need to justify it. And um, one other thing I would say, dedicate time to grieve. So whatever it is that you need to do, what will be special, looking through the photo album, going to the funeral grounds, whatever it is, dedicate some time to grieve. Don't bury it under the carpet. 
Okay, thank you very much, and thank you for your uh, message and wishing you a uh, happy uh, Christmas as much as it can be. And uh, moving on, we've got another question. We had worldwide COVID and many other issues. I and many others feel stressed by the Ukraine war. Do you think there will be any progress next year? Any progress in the Ukraine war or in terms of, of mental health? I guess it's probably getting better. Yeah, any progress in anything getting better? The, the, the first one, I the first one I don't know about. Um, I, I mean, I think, look, as we just said, it's been three tough years and it's really interesting because look how heavy this is already. Here we were this time last year, by the way, and I remember when we, we sat here at this show last year, we were just starting to see newspaper headlines of this new variant called Omicron. And I remember us saying that someone was writing and saying, now there's this, I'm overwhelmed. This time now, wind the clock forward, we're talking about Ukraine. And so I think we've got to do our best to manage our well-being in a holistic sense. I said this time last year, you know, read the papers less, look at the social. You know, it doesn't mean that we ignore what's going on. It doesn't mean we can't do some donate, give our time, all the wonderful things that's being given in the French Riviera for um the people who are suffering in in Ukraine. It's been incredible, that sense of community. But I also need to shut off some of the outside world and devote some time to me. It's not selfish, it's self-care. Okay, again, thank you for your question. I'm fitting a one or in just before the new sport and weather. Hi, Gavin and Sarah. How do I stop my teenager spending Christmas Day on TikTok? He will miss the best part of Christmas Day because he'll be glued to the thing the whole day. I have such happy Christmas memories watching EastEnders and the Queen's Speech. Uh, surely he won't look back in years to come and remember the year he was glued to TikTok. I guess smashing the phone would not be good parenting. Yes, do it. Smash it. <laughs> I would. What's TikTok? No. Um, <laughs> Worse than me. <laughs> I think I've been on it once. Um, how do you stop the child being... Um, I think it depends what what glued to it means because uh, we've all got a different definition of that. Um, I read somewhere recently that Steve Jobs didn't allow his kids to have iPads or he, mm. he restricted the time. And the advice from mental health professionals used to be, well, you give your kids so many hours per day. Um, and now I think actually the, the advice I think is actually rather than saying so many hours, I would say if, if you can agree beforehand, when is, when is the, um, whatever it is, the phone or the iPad going to be allowed? So rather than so many hours, can we agree that there's a rule that not during lunch or not during the afternoon? You know, we've got to recognize that, that kids are glued to social media in a way. Some adults are. Uh, I spend too much time sometimes looking at the phone. But can we actually just say in advance, you know, let's agree that during the lunch or during the opening of the presents, no one, including adults, no one's going to look at social media. Then afterwards, they can go back and have a look at it. Yeah, or you could maybe accidentally lose the phone or whatever they're looking at TikTok on, no? Dep depends on the age <laughs> if you can get away with it. You know, we're in the car and, wow, we just we forgot to pack your phone. Bribe um, them, bribe them, pay them a euro every time they don't look at That will work, I yeah. bet you. And this uh, will all be released in Sarah Tips for Parenting. <laughs> it's the only way Coming forward. up next year. <laughs> Okay, Gavin Sharp taking your questions. It's the Riviera Wellbeing Window. We're talking about how to survive Christmas and how to survive 2023 after 2022. 9.27, new sports and weather's next. If you have a question for Gavin, it's not too late. A studio at rivieradio.mc. Riviera Radio. 
Sunny intervals, highs of 14 degrees in Monaco and St Paul de Vence, 15 degrees in Nice, reaching 16 degrees in Cannes. This evening going down to 8 degrees in Nice and 7 degrees in St Paul and Monaco with clear skies. Uh, the outlook for tomorrow and Friday, light rain with a gentle breeze, highs of 13 to 15 degrees across the region. Uh, the sun rose at 10 to 8 this morning and will set at 4.53. It's just coming up to 20 to 10. All the news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc, and you can also check out our Facebook page 106.5 Riviera Radio. Returning to the well-being window, we're looking back at 2022, uh, forward to 2023 and how to survive uh, Christmas with Gavin Sharp who's here uh, with Riviera from Riviera Wellbeing for the Riviera Wellbeing window. Right, Gavin, now in the first half of the show we've obviously had questions from listeners uh, with different reasons as to why they might be hesitant about the Christmas uh, season or jumping into 2023. Uh, can you give us your top tips on how to survive the holidays? I certainly can. Just Can I just clarify one thing? You said just then we're doing how to survive Christmas with Gavin Sharp. That's a little bit. That's that's a little bit disturbing, Sarah. <laughs> Should my family be tuning in? Is that yes? Of course. There's, there's some questions there. I don't know about. Definitely. Why not? <laughs> okay. Let's assume it's how to survive Christmas, uh, and Gavin Sharp's here. Um, okay. Top tips: how to survive the holidays. Um, so I think it's about being, if we can, just slowing ourselves down and being more deliberate. Um, to coin a phrase that a client of mine used, um, I just need to remember to pee pee. And I said, excuse me? She said, press pause. And I thought, that's brilliant, I'm gonna steal that. So have a pee pee, press pause, and what is it firstly that I want or need? Maybe I want this Christmas to be a bit more spiritual, maybe I want it to be a bit more fun, Maybe because of a bereavement, I want there to be uh, woven into the Christmas uh, some kind of ritual around a loved one I've lost. So, um, so I think about being more deliberate. So how can we do that? Firstly, I would say, let's let go of perfection. Let's let go of it's got to be this ideal. Um, the kids are probably going to have a great time. And great may be different to our great when we were younger as someone was saying my, my child's going to be on TikTok for some of the time there is no perfect family and there's no perfect Christmas um, really important is um, if you know what you want ask for it boundaries are really important so again I, I have a client who just doesn't want to be um, their family lives in a different country so the expectation is for my client that they will be there for two weeks and and I said but what do you want and well she said I'm happy to be there for five days then that's a boundary I will join you for the Christmas celebrations but I'll be coming for five days and I think, again, we feel under so much pressure. Um, so set your boundary. If during Christmas Day you know that you will need some you time, then say that you know, around 5 or 6 o'clock my wife and I are going for a walk. We've, just, we've got to, because I think we end up just being swept along with the family event and we feel that we don't have a voice. You know, I was talking for about triggers. Know your triggers. I mean, I had a client who, I'm um, just going to change the, the family member slightly to make it non-identifiable, but she gave her sister a Christmas present a few years ago, and her sister opened the present and said, what makes you think I'd want this? 
And it's a bit blunt. <laughs> it is a bit blunt. And she said she was just mortified and it stayed with her. It was like three years ago. So we need to work out what sets us off. You know, is it, I don't know, is mum going to be sat there and suddenly say, you know, wouldn't it be lovely if Donald Trump won the election again? And, you know, and you're not a Trump fan. Just know that you've got a little code word with your partner that you might need some time. So, yes, of course, it's about compromise. I'm not saying that we can all do what we want for the whole of the Christmas period, but I think there's a balance. And I think we need to be deliberate and we need to make sure that we weave into Christmas some activities for us. Okay, so that's your top tips on how to survive the holidays. Not with Gavin Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit of a, a feat. My next question, I was going to ask about people, we touched on it a little bit before the news, uh, who might have lost a loved one this year and how they can navigate through the first Christmas without that person. I've actually had a question, another question we had a couple has said before the news, talking about grief. Uh, this listener says, this is our first Christmas without my father and my mother doesn't want to participate in Christmas and I'm not sure whether to let her or try to encourage her to join us all. Any suggestions, Gavin? Well, it's so interesting that we're talking about Christmas and a time of, of togetherness and yet this is what it brings up. It brings up so much of our loss. I would say if uh, encourage is a good word and I think if you can encourage was it, was it the mother she just lost her father and it's whether or not to encourage the mother, uh, the mother. to take part. Yeah, I think you can encourage, um, but recognise that there's no formula for grief. We all grieve differently. And so if what mum needs is time alone, there's a difference between needing time alone and her being isolated for the last X number of, of months. So I think I would... Um, respect what she wants, by all means encourage her. Sometimes we ask open questions and a person who's grieving doesn't know the answer. So we'll often say from a place of love, what is it that you need? And it's a great question, but someone grieving may say, I don't know. So you can come up with some suggestions. We'd like to pop over then if you want to be on your own Christmas day, um, would it be acceptable if we came over at four o'clock with some leftovers? Or um, maybe we can celebrate on the 26th or... So, you know, talk to her, respect her wishes. Um, there isn't a wrong way to grieve and everyone, and that's what's hard because the whole family is gonna be grieving uh, in a different way, but just make room for everyone to have their way. Okay, well, thank you for your email. I hope that helps, and I'm wishing you a happy festive uh, season. And as you just said, we've covered it. It can be a very hard time uh, for some, and I mean, others do actually embrace Christmas with uh, much enthusiasm and joy. Uh, how do you stand yourself personally, Gavin, on on Christmas? Is it a, is it a time of year that you embrace and look forward to? Yeah, I do. I think I think it's for me. I look back, and and I've got wonderful childhood memories. Now, my family's in different parts of the world, um, so uh, I have to recognise that and be deliberate about it, make the best of it. So, you know, there'll be some Zoom calls. Um, I'm actually going to be away over the actual Christmas period. So right now, some of the family are 
as 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 we speak arriving for an early christmas so yes and and also remembering that you know i've also lost loved ones uh you know i lost someone very close during the during the pandemic so i'll also be thinking about okay well what's what's the ritual uh what is it that needs to happen just so that i can honor her but yes i think it's a lovely time of the year to celebrate family to celebrate togetherness um but not discount the losses we need to make room for both Okay, well, we're marking at the end of the year and we've covered a lot this year uh, in the Riviera wellbeing yeah. window, including narcissism, relationships, addiction, stress and burnout. Uh, which show stayed with you the most and why, Gavin? Well, the show that got the most hits, um, interestingly, of all those topics was the one on narcissism. <laughs> um, and there's something about that topic. I was half, literally half out the door of the studio and my phone rang and someone said to me, a massive light bulb has just gone off. And after 15 years of being in a relationship, you have just named my partner. So that stayed with me and I, I was speaking about if anyone is interested in the, the all the podcasts are on on the Rivia Wellbeing website but I mentioned the author Romani Dervasula um, and you know she speaks about the three C's of narcissism that these narcissists are they're charming they're charismatic they've got confidence so if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, and I think this was the light bulb moment for probably more than one person which is just this person has love bombed me. There are times when it's been absolutely wonderful. And the moment I get a bit too confident, then I'm being invalidated. I'm being made to feel small. So this person's self-esteem was on the floor. So she didn't think she could walk away because she didn't think she'd be able to survive in the world because she's been manipulated and gaslighted and um, just from this, this um, toxic individual who had such a sense of entitlement. So that show really stayed with me and I think it resonated with lots of listeners. And uh, also, which was the most challenging listener question from all of the shows or was there a question that caught you off guard maybe? Well, all of them catch me off guard, I think. Um, you gave me quite a hard time in the love addiction. I did, I'm trying to it, think. Where, we, oh, it, it was love, love addiction. addiction. <laughs> because we were having this discussion, and I remember you saying, oh, come on, there was enough going on. In the world. Now we can't even fall in love. Um, I think my mother even shouted at me about that, saying, you've got to be nicer to Gavin. <laughs> be nicer to Gavin, yeah. Surviving Christmas with Gavin Sharp. Um, so, no, I, I, I enjoy the banter being challenged. Um, Sometimes the tough questions people ask, um, someone wrote in to say, what's Gavin's success rate in curing addiction? And I always feel so inadequate because firstly, how do you define success rate? As I said at the time, if someone has a, a relapse but has got, you know, lots of healthy sobriety and they learn from it. So, so those questions are quite tough about, you know, success rate. Um, in that Love Addiction sh show, someone wrote in and said, shall I shall I tell my daughter to stop watching Disney movies then? So that, that threw me. Um, and then one, I think, a bit more serious, as someone wrote in when we were doing relationships and asked about, do you need to forgive? Mm. And, you know, forgiveness, if, if someone has wounded me um, emotionally or in, actually in any way, um, is quite controversial because the popular 
perception is, well, you must always forgive and you shouldn't be left having a resentment. And, and my view as a therapist is it's not always appropriate. And if, I'm, if I've experienced abuse, physical, sexual abuse when I'm younger, sometimes this, this pressure to forgive almost um, perpetuates the shame or it blames the survivor. You should. So you're doing something wrong. Um, or, you know, if I had a troubling childhood, this sense of, well, you should forgive your mother. It was a long time ago. And I think for me, the work sometimes is if forgiveness feels right, yes. But for me, it's about processing what happened so that it doesn't have a hold over me. So I'm not left holding a resentment, um, but actually not always forgiveness. So that question did stay with me because I'm not sure I answered it at the time succinctly because it's such a nuanced one. Mm. Okay, well, sadly, as usual, <laughs> it's whizzed past and we're already running out of time. Uh, so final question, let's look ahead to 2023. And now I know you're not a fan of New Year's resolutions. Uh, so what can we do instead? Uh, yes, I'm not a huge fan of New Year's resolutions. I think I gave some research from, um, I think it was, was it Stanton University last year, that about 90% of our resolutions go wrong. Um, there's a great quote by the, the German spiritual teacher, Eckhart Tolle, and I know lots of people are familiar with his book, The, um, the Power of Now. And, and you know, his, his quote that I often wheel out is, life is now. There was never a time when your life was not now and nor will there ever be. So for me, it's about um, really being present and reflective. So when I reflect and, and I maybe go back to, you know, your happiness list, I'm going to reflect on the things that bring me joy and be able to think about how can I have more of that. So I think being mindful, pausing, being reflectful and you know when we did just before the our, our good life event i spoke about well-being and for me happiness and and well-being are so linked so being reflective when you look at the 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 five things that make up our well-being my career my financial security my friendships my physical health and my community which are the areas I might want to focus on? Um, and that to me feels healthier than a New Year's resolution. Um, and just share lastly, and I, I can't remember if I did share it in one of the shows previously. Um, I get like my father, I've, I've got one brother and my father always says, did I tell you or did I tell your brother? And it's usually both of us, dad. So I can't remember if we covered it, but I, I wanted to finish by talking about an author called... Um, Bronnie Ware and she wrote this book about the top five regrets of the dying and I know you're at the good life so you probably heard me talk about them but for me this keeps me grounded and makes me think about what I want in 2023 and she said to, so this was an, a nurse who worked in palliative care and so after the years of working with people in the last few days and weeks of their life she wrote a book and she summarized the book with the top, the book is called The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And I'll just share them with you if I can. The first one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life that others expected of me. Next, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And then 
I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. And the last one that almost gives me goosebumps, I wish that I'd let myself be happier. So for me, I would be grounded in your reflections and think about the now. Mm. Yeah, I remember when you said that during the show, the last time, as you say, uh, yeah. so maybe not New Year resolutions, but uh, uh, looking, grounding yeah. in the now, reflecting in, in the how. As I was saying about that happiness list, what's quite amazing about this uh, equation of reaching happiness is that it takes you through the different... We're starting with the list, as you've maybe been hearing on the, on the breakfast show, uh, because you actually say that if you remember that with no thoughts, we actually return to our default, which is like a childlike state. Mm -hmm. And that is therefore happiness. Because when you spend time with children, for example, that don't have those thoughts in their heads going out, the negative thoughts that we as adults seem to adapt, and well, not adapt to, but seem to take on board. And there, it's quite amazing how they say that the minute you actually take away those thoughts, and that's where you're replacing them with your happy thoughts, which is on your happy list, we return to a childlike state, which is happiness. I think that's right. And, you know, you, I don't know if you, you were still at the event. I think you probably were. I was talking at The Good Life about Marilyn Murray talks about the original child, that we were mm. all, we came into the world and we were born with all of this potential, with to live the life that we were capable of living, with our sense of possibility, opportunity, spirituality. And somewhere along the line between childhood and adulthood, some of that stuff gets eroded. And actually, our goal in the second part of life is, how can I get back to that? Mm. How can I get back to the essence of me, my soul, the original child? Okay, Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing. Thank you so much once again. A, a successful wellbeing window on Riviera Radio. Uh, thank you for all the programmes that you've done uh, in, in 2022. You'll be back in 2023? I hope so. I hope so. Yes. Looking forward to it. Okay. And, and thank you as well for all your hard work and, and your team, although the team is largely... You do lots of work, and I often say this, I don't think people can quite appreciate what, what goes on here, but thank you, huge thank you to, to you, Sarah. Well, thank you, and wishing you and, and your family and friends a wonderful festive season. Thank you very much. Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing, and don't say I don't love you. It's Barbara Streisand, <laughs> oh the way we goodness, were. Oh goodness, you've made my Christmas. <laughs>
the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show, brought to you by Air France of the largest networks in the world. Tune in every weekday morning from 7 to 10 for news, music and fun on the 106.5 Riviera Radio Full English Breakfast Show with Air France. France is in the air. La France est dans l'air. Dans un cadre d'exception, sur le toit de Cap 3000, il existe un lieu unique, le Metropolitan Sport Club Espa. Des équipements de dernière génération, une équipe de coach à votre service, plus de 600 cours collectifs par mois, un centre de bien-être et un spa avec vue imprenable sur la mer. C'est ça, le Metropolitan Sport Club Espa. Plus d'infos sur clubmetropolitan.fr. Come and experience the magic of Christmas at Nice Valley. Shopping, free entertainment and many surprises are waiting for you in an enchanting setting. The ideal place to find your gift ideas. The magic of Christmas is at Nice Valley Shopping Centre. Motorway exit 52, direction Allianz Riviera Stadium, free parking. Oh, it's almost Christmas and I have no idea what to do about gifts. Have you thought of giving gold? It's an original and prestigious present and there's something for every budget. Coins, wafers, ounces of gold, ingots. Yes, that's a great idea. But where can I buy gold? At Riviera Change Monaco, of course, next to the Prince's Palace. Give gold at Christmas. It's a golden opportunity. Dota Immobilier is a major real estate agency in Monaco, also covering the French Riviera. Created in 1894, Dota has the property know-how to give you the best advice and offer you the personalized service that you deserve. Rentals, sales, and private management. Make the right choice. Contact Dota Immobilier, Dota.mc. That's D-O-T-T-A dot M-C. Six minutes past ten o'clock, a little bit late, I'm afraid, with the international news headlines. Around 3,000 police officers have carried out raids across Germany to stop an alleged plot by a far-right terrorist group to overthrow the government. Uh, China is lifting its most severe COVID policies, including forcing people into quarantine camps just a week after landmark protests against the strict controls. Uh, humanity has become a weapon of mass extinction. The head of the United Nations has warned at the start of a high-level nature summit in in Canada and Morocco have made history beating Spain in the World Cup to go through to the quarterfinals for the first time in the competition. Sunny intervals, 14 degrees in Monaco, 15 in Nice and 16 in Cannes, going down to 8 this evening. And a clear skies, the outlook for tomorrow and Friday, light rain is forecast with a gentle breeze, highs of 13 to 15 degrees across the region. Uh, the sun rose at 10 to 8 and will set this evening at 4.53. Thank you for listening, thank you for all your emails. I'll be back tomorrow morning with the full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. And I'll be telling you what the theme is for Feel Good Friday. We'll also have the pop quiz, your chance to win a Riviera Radio a calendar. We'll have the business news from Hank Potts. We'll be continuing our pursuit of happiness in the Solve for Happy, which is the equation of happiness. Hope you've started your happy list. We'll see how far you got tomorrow. Uh, the news is available throughout the day on Riviera Radio on our website, rivieradio.mc. And you can also check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. I'll be back at midday or 12.30 with the lunchtime news. Have a wonderful Wednesday, take care, and I'll leave you with some Christmas music. 
The Riviera Radio Christmas Songs, brought to you by Nice Shopping. On Saturday, the 10th of December, come along with a family and enjoy the enchanting Nice Shopping Christmas show on Avenue Jean Médecin with over 200 artists such as dancers, acrobats, musical troops and Santa himself. Entrance and street parking are free. Find the full programme at niceshopping.fr. Love it. 